In a world where boredom runs rampant, one podcast and website to bring the tired masses back from the brink of insanity, cannedairpodcast.com. At cannedairpodcast.com, read up on old topics, listen to past episodes, watch movie trailers, read up on the gang, and new movies and video game store. Candarepodcast.com coming this summer, Thursday. You're listening to the Candare Podcast. Your refusal to listen will be one more reason for me to fire up my death ray and take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Canned Air, the podcast tribute to comic fandom. I am Jeremy Colley. Jack Doherty. And Jeff Holcomb. And summertime is here. Yeah. Full force. What do you mean it sucks? It's fan-fucking-tastic. I love the rain. You, well, you still get rain in the summer, Jeff, yeah. right? That's only in Ohio. With it's the humidity, it's almost always raining out. Well, you're in Ohio. Wet. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the humidity. It's more like sweat off of me. <laughs> what did you guys do with your time off? Planted a garden. Oh, uh, yeah, we did some planting ourselves. What about you, Jeff? I kept going back to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our real jobs. Yeah. <laughs> I've been mild-mannered other people. I've been in the pool four times the last two weeks. What? Yeah, it felt so good. No pool, but goddamn going. Oh, yeah. I got one side of ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the drive back and forth. <laughs> So we couldn't be more excited about it being summer, and we hope you guys are feeling the same way. Sure beats negative uh, 35 degrees, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. we got a couple more months until that happens again. Got <laughs> <laughs> to talk about it. Down the days. Well, we're going to be talking uh, X-Men Days of Future Past, even though Jeff hasn't seen it yet. We'll just have to get the hell over it. <laughs> um, we're going to be talking about that butterfly you see up in the sky there And we have an interview with Roger Plymel Jr. of butterfly. the comic series COG What? Butterfly That looks like the Green Jesus Ranger. Christ, really, guys? <laughs> I'm looking around. No, don't, don't, there's nothing to look at. Butterfly in the sky Oh, God <laughs> Oh, my God Oh, and in that note, we're going to jump into recaps Recaps! All right, first recap. <laughs> uh, we had some stuff on Ant-Man, right? Yeah, yep. <laughs> we'll just pretend that never happened. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Well, he's there. It looks like they're having trouble with uh, finding a new director now. Um, right. What was the the first director? I could... Edgar Wright. Yeah. That that's see that's the first thing I saw that he had left uh, the production, and then since I had read that, you had seen somewhere that yeah Edgar left because of creative differences. Right. Which everyone I, I guess he's been wanting to do this for the past many years. He's been trying to work on it, but yeah he left, and uh, there was three other people that are supposedly going to be able to go looking to do it. Name those people. Uh, Adam McKay. He did Anchorman, Talladega Nights, and (laughs) not the second Anchorman, though. For Ant-Man, though? Yeah. That'd be the funniest Ant-Man I've ever watched. Uh, Ross and Marshall Thurber. He did Dodgeball, Shaun of the Dead, and Hot Fuzz. Edgar Wright, I thought. Yeah, it is. 
somebody messed up my notes then. <laughs> what my, the hell? I'm pissed. We will find this mysterious character. Well, who did Wasn't Marshall there another f- name, though? Uh, yeah, Ruben Fleischer. He did Zombieland and uh, 30 Minutes or Less. But nothing's nothing's been confirmed on who's <clears throat> going to do it yet. These are just kind of names floating around as possibilities, right? Or well, Adam McKay he sent out a tweet on Saturday that he had he had met with Marvel and because of different stuff he's got going on that he doesn't think it'll work. So uh, that I one's see. that one's shot down. So it's up to the other two possibilities if they're going to do it. At least it's not Judd Apatow, right? Yeah. <laughs> Him and Paul Rudd there. All right. Best buds. Sweet squeeze Seth Rogen and James Franco in there somewhere. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, the movie's still due out July 17th. And let me see here. That's a big deal because it was supposed to have started filming pretty soon. And now they're looking for a director and they don't know if it's going to be, if it's story issue or what it is, why no one wants to do it now. Hmm. Probably because it's not going to be good. This script sucks. Yeah. I'm out of here. Let's hope not. Uh, it's supposed to be released two weeks after Age of Ultron, so another uh, blockbuster summer for us. Mm-hmm. 2015. But anyway, moving along. You also had something on Daredevil, right? Yes. The Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> Read that news. The uh, Netflix Marvel series role of Daredevil has been cast by Charlie Cox. He was in the HBO series Boardwalk Empire. Oh. I never watched it. Oh, yeah. Me either. <laughs> neither have I, but I know it's pretty uh, darn popular. That was like set in the 20s, right? <clears throat> yeah, back in the old gangsta days. Started the flapper girl for phase for everyone. Flapper, flapper girl. girl? Yeah, flapper girls from the 20s. What's a flapper girl? I, I, I guess Flap I, on. Uh, <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't give flapper an actual girl. definition without looking it up, so... I can just kind of see what they look like. Like, is it the way they dressed, or? Yeah, I think so. We'll see. Flappo girl. The girls with the big butts, big dresses with the big booties. Looks like they're girls. Farter. (laughs) 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 Flappers were a new breed of young Western women in the 1920s who wore short skirts, bobbed their hair, listened to jazz, and flaunted their uh, disdain for what was then considered acceptable behavior. Hmm. Yeah, well, here's some uh, pictures, and I think all the pictures have uh, cigarettes in their hand. So it's like they wore their slips Ugh. without the dresses. They just wore, yeah, well, the, <laughs> they wore their slips, just just their slips then. Something like that. They look like they dressed comfortable. The loose yeah. women of the 20s. <laughs> anyway. Continue. Look at the pictures of, uh, <laughs> of uh, old Charlie Cox. I don't think, I, I don't see him being Matt Murdock. What do they look like? Uh, I kind of tend to agree with Jack. I... You know how they measure your forehead with your four fingers? Yeah. He's got like six. Oh, dude. <laughs> Nicholas Cage? Are we talking about Nicholas yeah, Cage? Really, his, I don't know, his face, hair. he just doesn't... To me, he doesn't look like a Matt Murdock. Maybe it's just because I got like well, the cartoons and just comics in my head. You got the bat fleck. Uh, that <laughs> probably, yeah. That's probably what it was, the way he has a little spiky hair going in the front. I think he'll do better than the right. Ben Affleck Daredevil. Well, I think Shannon... What was it? Shannon Tatum? Is that the guy's Channing Tatum? Channing yeah. Tatum, yeah. Yeah. He should be Daredevil. Get up on Gambit. that mic, Jeffrey. He should be the Daredevil, not Gambit. I'm just He's saying. He's too buff know. to be Daredevil. No, I think yeah, it'll work I think out. He someone. could be like the, uh, the super deformed Daredevil. <clears throat> oh, I'm hideous. I'm so deformed. Look at my ripping biceps. But I'm blind. <laughs> <laughs> How do you work out? I weigh myself each day. <laughs> that makes you think about that, though, actually. Paul Rudd would be a good daredevil. Yeah, he would. Yeah, he's got the build. Yeah. 
I mean, this other guy's got the same. He's probably, I think he's got the right build. It's just his face. But yeah, Paul Rudd. Uh, it'll have to be covered up when he's in the Daredevil outfit anyway. So. See Daredevil running around going slap at the base. John C. Riley is the Daredevil. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> have you ever seen curly him? hair sticking out from underneath? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen on Adult Swim? Check it out. Have you ever seen Check It Out with Dr. Steve Brule? I know of it. I haven't watched it. That, I still haven't watched it either. It's you can watch them all free on Adult Swim anytime, but dot uh, com. But some of them are awesome. Some of them are just too fucking weird. But <laughs> watch the newer ones; they're pretty funny. Anyway, was that all on Daredevil? That's it. All right, moving along. X Men: Days of Future Past. <laughs> what did you think, Jackery? It was very good. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I too was not disappointed yet. <laughs> so that's our opinions. Moving they did, on. They did the JJ Abrams time time. Oh yeah. Whatchamacallit deal where they just erased all the bullshit from the before well, I guess Star Trek. Oh yeah, we're gonna be spoiling the hell out of those people, so oh, if you yeah, don't yeah. wanna hear it, um, if you weren't a fan of the all the other X Men movies like Jeff, they kinda said we're sorry and rewrote it all mm, oh, they so heard my that. cries they must have they listened to the show <laughs> <laughs> like we gotta appease this Jeff character <laughs> uh, well, what were your favorite parts of the movies movie um, the title screen the title screen coming <laughs> <laughs> from a guy who hasn't watched it yet <laughs> most of and pretty much all Magneto oh and Quicksilver Oh, that yes. was that, I think that was my all-time favorite part. Quicksilver put... was a good addition. When I first saw like uh, that Entertainment Weekly cover or whatever it was he was on, I was mm-hmm. like, eh, I don't yeah. know about this, but it was pretty good. They I did. They they did his powers. I think perfect. <laughs> that <laughs> whole scene in the Pentagon, yeah, was amazing. I loved that scene with the music behind it and everything. I was talk about the the choice music. What was that again? Peace. Jim Croce's Time in a Bottle. Yeah, that yeah. was awesome. That, yeah, as soon as he Perfect put on those song. headphones. Yeah. And it they was... did it right just by slowing everything down super slow. And right. And it just was in normal motion, it looked like, so he was able to do everything. It, I think it had a good feel to it. I mean, it didn't feel like one of the... It had the same feel as the first three X-Men movie, but... I don't know what it was about it. It seemed like it was it had stepped up a par. Mm-hmm. Maybe the X Men franchise. And I think they're just you know they maybe planned on stop doing X Men after the third, and then right after that, Marvel Studios explodes. So we have to erase all history and start over. It reminded me of like the old X Men cartoon, how it was real soap opera-y. Really? If you, how so? <clears throat> there wasn't a lot of action, but I mean, there was action in it, but it was a lot of a lot of story. And I don't know the X Men cartoon back in the was it the nineties or whatever. It always seemed like a lot of that. Right. It, overall, I'd say really good movie. I uh, definitely can't wait to see the next one. We've already talked about Apocalypse is going to come out. What what was the release year on that? Was it fifteen or sixteen? Sixteen, I think. Sixteen. That makes sense. Is that when the apocalypse happens? Age, That's Age of Apocalypse. Age of Apocalypse. Yeah. What? It's so soon. Oh, well. It's going to take yeah. place in the 80s. There was an after after <laughs> credits scene <clears throat> uh, that showed a young apocalypse, mm-hmm. like building a, a, yeah, yeah, building a, a pyramid. Apocalypse. Yes. But it was like in might have been ancient time. Though. It was like in ancient oh, Egypt. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And he's like building the pyramids, and you can see four horsemen in the background. 
Okay. I was thinking, you know, I was in my mind, I'm thinking of the X-Force series that just happened. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> They're super screwing it. But it's been announced that James McAvoy, uh, Michael Fassbender, and Jennifer Lawrence will reprise their roles as Charles Xavier, Magneto, and Mystique in Apocalypse. So we're going to get the younger generation. I doubt we'll see Patrick Hugh, Stewart. Hugh Jackman will be in it, but it'll. I think they're going to slowly start taking his roll away a little bit. He'll just be like the, the tertiary character, kind of like how Stormman was. He'll just be kind of so? there. Yeah. I can't That's see I, it. I had read that. They're gonna I bring... think they're going to backtrack on that. I think that they always have got to keep their Wolverine. I, I just can't see it. I mean, I, I know that's what they said, but I, I think they'll... That's what they said. <laughs> I believe you, damn it. <laughs> but it says... Nick, iconic. Nicholas Holt and... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nicholas Holt and Hugh Jackman will return as Beast and Wolverine. Evan Peters has also been confirmed to replies his role as Quicksilver, um, with producers stating that he'll have an expanded role. So hmm. that'll be awesome to see more of him. Uh, like you had mentioned, Channing Tatum has been confirmed to p- portray Gambit. Uh, producers are looking for a younger Storm, Cyclops, and Jean Grey. Yeah. And this part should probably be in the rumor mill, but uh, Cable yep, is heard about rumored to be yeah. in it. And nine times out of ten, where there's Cable, there's a Deadpool. Mm. So that's a possibility. That's just rumor. That has not been confirmed. I doubt he'll be in it. Yeah. Um. And based on, like, previous... And this is all coming from uh, MoviePlot.com, an article uh, Liam Dixon wrote. But he was saying that um, based on the cast that has been confirmed and based on the comic series, because, you know, the Apocalypse has had multiple people be the four horsemen. Yeah. With the cast set up, this guy seems to think that Professor X, Magneto, Mystique, and Storm um, are the lineup for the four horsemen of the Apocalypse. I read Hulk was one of them. Well, they won't put that one, one X Men movie. Oh, you just mean the comic? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've I think there's been some crazy characters. They I'll should make it Archangel one of them. Bring Angel back. Oh yeah, they should. They should make him that. Yeah, his role was really uh, underplayed in the third movie. It was. I'm just a little kid trying to shave off my wings. I wish and my then I'll daddy jump out the window. Me. I will save you, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, the love variant. me. Look, there's a bird. No, that's Angel. Well, he was like he had such a big role in the comic books, and now uh, yeah. he's just a cameo. But he was a huge deal in that uh, in that in that uh, in that movie too, in the previews. And then he only had just those two parts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was even on the I cover. Was pissed, yeah. And he was just a cameo. Wow. I'm so excited to see him, and all he does is just fly away once. I want to keep my wings, Daddy. <laughs> anyway, I, I'll still watch it. I'm sure it'll be good. Right, Jeff. Sure. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we really have on that, I think, unless you guys have anything else. <clears throat> all right. Go see it, if you haven't already. Yeah, it was a good watch. I'd say over, overall, so far, of the summer superhero movies, how would you rank them as far as enjoyability goes? Uh, well, with, with, with the other ones? What, like, like Captain, name my three... Like, or the order of like, the three uh, so far? I, I guess, yeah, I'm talking like Captain America, Spider-Man 2, and the new X-Men. How I would you go that order, probably? I tend to agree with mm. you. Not in, I hate putting X-Men third, because it was really good. It, I, yeah. I'd like to see it again. But, yeah, Captain America was way <laughs> more uh, at the edge of my seat. I think seat. it was the Hail Hydra part. Just just, yeah, it was a, I didn't expect it. No. At all. But I'm sick of Jeff's sneering eye over here every time I mention uh, X-Men. So we're going to... That'll <laughs> CBA, do it. <laughs> that'll be it for recaps. 
recap it. All right, let's jump straight into the rumor mill. The rumors. Can't get away from the rumor mill. Yeah. Rumors. You had a rumor on Nightwing, right, Jackery? Yep, the, the development team announced that they hope to get a trailer released in the next month or two, along with an, uh, the, the first date, air date, that the Nightwing series is going to be out. I can't wait to see a trailer for this. You can see it on a YouTube. It's even if you look on the old Kickstarter, because they, they, they did a Kickstarter back in February and got Really? I didn't realize it was a Kickstarter project. Mm-hmm. Really? That's why it's not, I don't think it's going to be on TV. Like a web, really? web I think, yeah, I think it's going to be a web, a web series. It'll be a three-part web series. Because it, <clears throat> Nightwing looks cool. Just the rest of the film work, or camera work, I guess, is subpar. Yeah, B, <laughs> B movie-ish, I guess. Yeah, but if they don't do it, then we'll never see any kind of a Nightwing movie. They do the with his mask. They do like in comic books how the eyes are just white. They kind of do that, but it's like, like no this. black pain around the around yeah. the eye. You mean? Yeah, but his his eyes are white, but it's like there's a lens there that just lights up white. Really? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Kind of neat. The kid, the the guy that's playing Nightwing, looks pretty good. I'll have to look this up. Is it on the website? Uh, it will be. I'll yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put a trailer up on there. I was shocked who plays Nightwing. That guy. Not Isn't that it, guy. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> who is it? I don't know. It's Neil Patrick Harris. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> we'll look it up right now, actually. NPH? <laughs> no, it really is him. It's just how it's they did not it, though. Neil did it Patrick Harris. <laughs> it was, Yet it here was I am looking it up. On Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> just type in NPH uh, Nightwing. And it'll bring it right up. First page. First Google search. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I was kidding. Oh, under the red hood, he did the voice. <laughs> oh, that's right, he did. That's. I, I, there's something in the back of my mind saying, "Hang on a minute, he's not too far off there." <laughs> All right, uh, you and your antics, Jeff. Okay, anything else on Nightwing? No, I know there's a couple of girls that we know that are huge Nightwing fans that listen to the show. They'll be excited. Oh yes, yes. Nightwing's pretty. You know cool. who you are, a couple of girls. So get to watching. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so moving along, I've got something here in the rumor mill, Star Wars related. Oh yeah, we better cue the uh, the Star Wars music right here. There we go. All right, there is a Star Wars museum that has supposedly been planned by George Lucas. Lucas has been planning to put it in San Francisco, but that's too far away. That's what I was gonna say. Just gonna say, yeah. But uh, the mayor of Chicago has been trying to talk him into putting it in Chicago on the waterfront. Hmm. How I, what? How's that possible, though? What? How can you have a museum of something that's happening in the future? Actually, it was past. Maybe the future's past. <laughs> Star yeah. Wars was a long time ago. In a galaxy far away, <laughs> yeah. Jeffrey. That has nothing to do with the future. But I guess it's going to have uh, all, just tons of art and movie props, obviously, from all the movie, all the movies. But uh, I think, you know, George Lucas is probably going to have, like, some of his other movie stuff in there. I can't imagine you wouldn't some have... Indiana Jones stuff. Exactly. In any, any Indiana Jones or American Graffiti or any of that kind of stuff that in there. That should be in a museum. A crystal skull. Oh, God. That'll stay in Janitor's closet. Can he do that with Star Wars <laughs> since he gave up? 
the rights or sell the rights, whatever? Well, he probably won't be able to do the newer ones, I would imagine, but probably mm, the ones yeah. he's, he's had his uh, hands in. Mm. I mean, I'm sure uh. selling the rights to Star Wars to Disney, he has to have kept something. It's probably you know, I'm sure dollars. he probably kept the right to, <laughs> to do... You think he keeps the rights to all the past movies? Yeah, he would have, probably, yeah. To yeah. And then Disney gets the rights to all the new stuff they do. I would go in the building; would, it's empty except for a live, live, uh, life-size Jar Jar standing in the middle. <laughs> I said, "How's it you doing?" Uh, I drove to Chicago for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we'll see if that happens. Uh, I guess it's been in talk for a while, but we'll it'd be see. cool to have a Star Wars museum. Oh, yeah. It really would. I'd, I'd see it. And Chicago isn't that far away. What three or four hour drive from here? San Francisco, something like that. Yeah. What's that? Did you say San Francisco? That's where he's wanting to put it. He's had talks about a location in San Francisco, but uh, this guy's on the horn. Mayor Edwin Lee is trying to get Lucas to move it to Chicago. Move it to Chi Town, the Windy City. I guess it would work. <laughs> yeah, it's closer than San Francisco for us. There's a lot of people go to San Francisco already. Bring more people to eat some Chicago yeah, California's pizza. got enough shit to look at. Oh, Bring yeah. some of that stuff out <laughs> east here. We're bored, people. All right. Anyway, uh, that's all I have on that. Didn't you say something a little bit ago about, like, you saw a picture or something from the Star Wars, new Star Wars movie they're doing, episode oh, yeah. seven? So far, TMZ. I guess, I don't know if this will be a rumor, though, but... No, but we're talking Star Wars. Might as well throw it out there. I gotcha. Yeah, no, TMZ had leaked out about 45 different photos from the set of the new Star Wars movie. Now, from what we see in the photos, that we actually it looks to me like an actual puppet. Yeah, a huge... A huge puppet, which puppet. is... I love it, because that means that they are going with that old feel old to style, it. Yeah. Exactly. It's not going to be all CG. I mean, I know it's going to have some CG into it. It but. can have some, but it can't be all green screen. No. It, was, it ruined it for the first three. I got to see a zipper on one of these. <laughs> you, you know, come on, guys. Your fingers <laughs> just flopping around because it's... <laughs> the bottom jaw don't move. Yeah. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I can live with it. Remember the uh, the alien in the, in the very first Star Wars? It's in the cantina, like... Has the weird shaped head. It's the very first alien that it closes up on as soon as they show the inside of the cantina. cantina and he looks at the camera for a second. He's got those great big, like, sparkly marble eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's like, like a triangle, upside down triangle yeah, head. Yeah, exactly. They look like uh, like Super Balls you get out of the yeah. like gumball machine at Walmart or something. <laughs> you that, can tell all it was was a head with a hand in yeah. it. It just turned its head back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but this picture Jeff showed us <clears throat> looked like it was in the desert, so um, obviously a tattooing setting. But uh, the creature, this puppet, looked to be as big as what a dewback would be mm. in the Star yeah. Wars series. And it looked like a crane was operating it. So, I mean, this was a huge puppet. We could be way off. I mean, we're just assuming that's what this thing was. But why else would you have it? Placeholder. <laughs> just Jeez, so that everyone. people can look at it. In the, in the film, they, they know what they're looking at for the yeah. big CG monster. No, yeah. I don't think I think JJ's gonna do a lot of puppets in it. I yeah. think so too. Didn't you say something about using old why don't you said something about the old style film they're gonna try to use too? Yeah, I'm almost positive he said he was gonna use the old older style. He's not gonna use the digital filming. He's gonna use the old style to keep that look. As long as we keep the screen wipes. We've already left lost the twentieth century Fox fanfare, so Yeah. <laughs> at least stick with the screen wipes. All right. JJ's pretty good though. I'm fairly confident. Star Trek was awesome. He, yeah, both of them. You so know, I know there's a conflict between this whole Star Trek and Star Wars thing. <laughs> almost freaking out. Or Why can't cares? we all just get along? Right? Star Treks and wars. All right. 
Anyway, Jack, you had a rumor on the Avengers, right? Yep. Uh, on Saturday, Joss Whedon tweeted that he's halfway done halfway done shooting Avengers two. Wow. So rumor has it that coming up in uh, the big San Diego Comic Con that there could be some kind of clip or trailer of it. Really? Mm-hmm. And we won't be able to get to see it because unless some jerk in the in the con sit there and the gets to sit there with his phone and right. videotape it like they did with Ultron. Oh, you mean some wondrous Someone person. will do it. Some, yeah, some some amazing, clever man. Woman. Thank you so much. No, someone will do it. Yeah. It'll leave somehow. Elite hacks is what we will call you. <laughs> <laughs> Get the glasses with the little camera built in. Like the glasses frames are like three times thicker than they should be. <laughs> what do you mean way? I have a camera on my glasses? <laughs> it's a bunch of hogwash. <laughs> All right. Was there anything else on that? Nope, just that. That'd be awesome, though. What? Seeing a, some kind of clip of Age of Ultron. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. Didn't you say there's something else at Comic-Con, maybe, perhaps? I thought MPH. I heard you say something today. MPH. Not NPH. NPH, no. All right. <clears throat> All right, that's going to do it for Rumor Mill. The rumors. Can't get away from the rumor mill. Yeah. The rumors. Okay, before we get into the real-world heroes, let's jump to Ask Dave. Yes. <laughs> All his dials go to 11. It's Ask Dave. If you could breed any two animals to defy the laws of nature, what animal would you create? Well, what about an elephant and a a snake? Elephant (laughs) and a snake. A snake (laughs) offense? What would this thing look like? Man, that'd be hard to tell, wouldn't it? But if it's long, you still probably be like, what do you think about like a foot round, six foot long tusk coming out of it? I'm just imagining Jabba the Hutt. (laughs) (laughs) This has been Ask Dave. If you have a question for Dave, go to campairpodcast.com and send him a question. All right, another ass Dave. Job of the Hut is perfect. <laughs> as a, that scenario, as yeah. a snake offent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the tusks is what got me. I just I was trying to piece it together as he explained it. Six foot long, a foot round, huge tusks. Imagine a, a snake, a boa constrictor with an <laughs> enormous <laughs> elephant tusk. That wouldn't work out very well, but that fits perfect. It's good for a chuckle, right? That scares the crap out of me. Hell yeah, it would. <laughs> Alright, let's jump into Real World Heroes. Alright, this week's heroes come from well, they come from Michigan, but they Is that where they were at? They were from They're from Michigan and they were spring breaking in Florida. Yeah. When all this went down. Um <clears throat> Cody Decker and Luke Vaughn are our heroes this week, and what they did is while on spring break in Florida came across a car engulfed in flames. It would have hit a tree, right? Yep, they were, what, a quarter mile away when they were yeah. chilling at Taco Bell? <laughs> yes, it's... <laughs> it Getting some Baja Mountain Dew. Chilling at Taco Bell. Who wouldn't mm. chill at Taco Bell? But, uh, yeah, saw the, fo- the fire, alerted 911, right? Yep. And uh, took right to the car, 
getting the couple Carlos Adams and Tracy Lopez out of the flame before it could uh, engulf and kill them. What do you guys think? If you saw a burning car, it's, uh, I know from experience, I've had a car catch on fire, and it once it starts burning, it goes pretty they quick. Go so really quick, yeah, yeah. Being a quarter mile, having to sprint to get to it mm-hmm. to be, yeah, that's. Whew. They look like. Uh, <clears throat> Like they've d- done some running before. They look like military guys. <laughs> Bunch of hoodlums. <laughs> Where you been running to, guys? <laughs> but yeah, Tracy Lopez, uh, she, I guess, was awake. She was awake to thank them in the hospital. She yeah, got she away had with a bunch like, of broken bones and some burns. And Carlos Adams in a coma still fighting for his life. I mean, yep. I'm sure this was probably updated since then, but... Um, That's probably why they end in March. Something like that, right. But uh, I gotta say, it's... I'd like to think I could do it. I'd, I'd definitely try. Yeah. But uh, these guys, they were there. They did it. They saved lives. And for that, you make it onto the Wall of Justice. Wall of Justice. So thank you, Cody Decker and Luke Vaughn, for your uh, acts of heroism. Yes. All right. <clears throat> Something sad to mention this week. I was heartbroken to hear this. Ann B. Davis, the actress who portrayed Alice in The Brady Bunch, passed away this past Sunday, June 1st, at the age of 88 years old. That really was hard for me to swallow. She was my favorite favorite part of The Brady Bunch. Same, yeah, favorite Brady. Yeah, <laughs> she definitely was. Yeah. Um, I mean, looking back in as an adult, like some of her like, like uh, quick one-liners are kind of cheesy, mm-hmm. but at the same time, she, she was the glue that kept the whole family from tearing each other apart, right? No? Yeah, laundry. <laughs> oh. Dinner, no. It really it really stunk, though, to, see, uh, to hear that news. I guess she fell and hit her head in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, and just something bad like that happens, and that's that what ended did it. it. Yep. I yeah. didn't know she was still alive. It surprised me when I saw it, because I, I, I had no idea that she was or wasn't, and then to see that she... I think she had done too much. I think nah, there I were... Think so um, there were many different uh, Brady reincarnations over the years. I think in the 80s, there was like a... Uh, the very Brady Christmas yes. in the early 90s. And then there was like a very, uh, like a Brady Bunch reunion just episode. Yeah, the wedding or something like that. <clears throat> was that the... What was the, the one where the dad, wedding. the dad was caught in a in an avalanche at work? Like he was in a building and the building collapsed on top of him. I don't remember. It was one of the 80s Brady movies. Wow. But then there was... um Maybe when they went to... Uh, Hawaii? The, no, that was an actual episode of the Brady Bunch. Okay. God forbid that I know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Well, that's how it was, man. Like <clears throat> I always said, we always caught uh, the first Batman I ever saw was the Adam West Batman in syndication after weekday cartoons, and following Adam West Batman was the Brady Bunch every week. Adam West Batman, Brady Bunch. Mine so, was uh, daily after doing well, probably around three, three or four o'clock. It was uh, Brady Bunch and then the monkeys. Oh, the for me. monkeys! Yeah, that, wow. Mine was the uh, Batman Adam West one was the followed by the Green Hornet mm. every day on the UPN. I don't every remember UPN. the Green Hornet. I mean, I, mean mm-hmm. I know of and I know there's a show, but I don't think I ever saw the Green Hornet. I neither. I saw on Wikipedia in like 1990 they tried to do a show called The Brady's, which I think it was all most of the same cast, just all grown up. Mm. And I think she was in there, but then she, uh, she was she played a cameo in the Brady Bunch movie, uh, the one that was actually in theaters. I think I remember that one. She was like Jana had waited, ran away from home, and a semi driver picked her up and brought her back. It was her. Uh, yeah, that was her. Right. Yeah, I that now. seriously. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even catch that. 
Thank you, A.M.B. Davis, for all the years of entertainment. You will be sorely missed. Mm -hmm. All right, moving along. You had something on Thanos. Yes. They, it was a rumor for a while who was going to play Thanos' voice, and one of them was Vin Diesel. Another one which I didn't hear was uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Uh, Another one was... Oh, I wanted to say John C. Riley, but that's not right. Um, that would be funny, though. Hellboy, Ron Perlman. Oh, Ron Perlman. Oh, wow. That would be good. He could do it, yeah. yeah. They wouldn't even need a CG th- Thanos. they just throw some makeup on him. <laughs> yeah, serious. Just there you wrinkle go. Wrinkle up his chin, paint him purple, and there you go. But, uh, <laughs> Can you do a purple Hellboy for us? Oh, uh, who do they get? Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Why do I know that name? Who's he Josh? was in two of the most recent movies, was uh, No Country for Old Men. And Labor Day. <gasps> Labor Day. Yeah, I don't know, but I've seen No Country for Old Men, but I don't remember. That was a good movie. That was a really good movie. That was guy, it? I wanted to see it. That guy was creepy as shit. Yeah, that was a good movie. That was probably him. That guy you're thinking that was creepy. With the with the bull haircut, he was killing everyone with a nail gun or something, or that air gun. Nah. Oh, I've seen this movie. <laughs> oh, it was sick. He's, he has this this gun that's like it's compressed air, so concentrated and so hard. He just walks up to people and just. Like that and just kills him. I don't know if that was him or not. Maybe that wasn't because I'm I'm starting to re- recollect the people oh, from seeing that previews. But uh, yeah, they they finally got him. He's they announced that he is going to be the voice of Thanos, and apparently he he's going to be in more of the Marvel movies. Thanos is so wow. So he's going to be a big character. So he's going to be in Guardians, and the Guardians aren't going to kill Thanos. He's going to keep on a trucking. Just keep on keeping on there, Thanos. Do they kill Thanos? No, I don't I think so. Not if, they're, not if he's going to be in nine fucking movies or however many you said there. <laughs> he's not going, they're not going to kill him. Well, they said he's going to be in multiple ones. Like Multiples. So. Multiple Marvel movies? Marvel movies. So it'll be like X-Men, we'll see him in. Yeah, right. Nah. No? I don't know if they we'll ever get that. that Fox still fixed. has the rights to that. Yeah. They won't do that. If they get that max. You got to look at it like this. Disney's got to kick it up, man. There's the X-Men universe. There's Spider-Man and everything else. Yeah, but it's all owned by the same two companies. But it's not. Spider-Man and Sony. Yeah, not yeah. the movie rights, but the comic book rights. Sure. You know, Mickey's going to kick it up a notch. Well, <laughs> Mickey's done some crazy things. Anyway. You guys can have E.T. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take Marvel back. We got some DVD releases coming up too, right? Yeah, I actually found the the date for the, the both of them are coming out the same day. Oh, really? Yeah, Captain America two Blu Ray and DVD will be out on September 9th, along with the Agents of Shield series. I can we'll catch up. On when again? You said September 9th. September 9th. Yep. What do you think you're going to... I mean, I'm definitely going to own Captain America, but what yeah. do you think about uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 1? you going to own that? I don't know. Probably yeah. not. I don't, I'm don't. i not big for mm-hmm. owning seasons. This is. I used to be until the invention of Netflix, and this yeah, is yeah. one of those um, shows that you know is going to sit on the DVD shelves for a couple months, and they're like, put it on Netflix. No one's buying it. Actually, I read that Netflix, <clears throat> usually a couple weeks after the series releases, that's when they get stuff on Netflix. So It is? Yeah. So you might, a little bit after <clears throat> September, see it on Netflix. They always wait about a month to get the uh, DVD sales before they do that. Maybe they'll do yeah. like they did with Breaking Bad and like put half the season up and then mm, yeah. get people hooked before they put the second. That might be a mistake doing that with Agents because the first half of the season wasn't that hot. Exactly. It wasn't until <laughs> later on that it got better. But there's a there's a whole bunch of uh, bonus content for the series 
Oh, you're gonna have a bunch of bonus stuff for the uh, the bus. They're they're playing. Oh, really? Yeah, a lot of stuff with that. They're gonna do virtual that. tour of the bus. What was that that special that they aired the one week that you didn't get to watch Agents of Shield, the creating a universe? Oh, Marvel creating. I did watch yeah. that. Yeah, I did see it. Uh, yeah, meh, meh. <laughs> it was all right. Yeah. But you said there isn't going to be any one shot. Yeah, Captain America is not going to have a one shot, and I guess most of the Marvel movies did, except for like well. well I'm gonna say not the Fox ones, but uh, the other ones. No, the the Marvel Studios ones. Yeah, yeah. Did. Which I didn't know about that until watching that Marvel creating universe. I didn't know there was all those one shots. Well, we had talked about All Hail the King with um, the Mandarin, the Mandarin, and there was what was there was one before that. I don't remember seeing. It was with uh, the one agent from Agents of Shield, that one bald guy. There's two two other ones actually. Oh, you're right. One was with Captain on Captain America, and I'm not sure the other. Might have been Thor, or maybe it was the first Captain America. I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember remember where it was. You're right. Oh, well. Well, we'll get more. Yeah. It seemed like they were like such, it was a great idea that they had stumbled upon the Marvel one shot, like they were going to do it every movie. And they've got so much plans coming in the future. I don't think they really want to waste any time filming anymore. They got the Netflix series is coming out for the next couple of years, a couple more movies. Practically summer. keeping all these actors and actresses and change yeah. on the lot. <laughs> <clears throat> all righty. So yeah. look forward to that in September. Yes. <clears throat> you guys hear that? The sound of that organ coming in there? <laughs> what, 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 is, what is that? What is that? I don't know. <gasps> Sounds familiar. That's right, people. It's a reading rainbow. (laughs) (laughs) And you're probably thinking, for those of you who haven't heard the news yet, why are these guys who talk comic books and pop culture stuff, why why are they talking reading rainbow, right? It's got to start somewhere. It's got to start somewhere. That's right. Reading rainbow is coming back to Mm -hmm. us people. I mean, I think we're all a little too old for it, but it's still exciting to know that, um, well. Something from our past is coming back. Yes. Yeah. Which is awesome. When you think about it. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. you could, I couldn't have said it better. Mm-hmm. It makes me think of, well, having to watch it in school and just watching it at home on PBS. But, um, yeah, the show was canceled in, what, the 90s, late 90s, I believe, early uh, they, 2000s? They stopped airing it in 2010, I think it was. Okay. And LeVar Burton started a Reading Rainbow Kickstarter. And originally only wanted a million dollars. They had planned on raising one million dollars in 35 days. It started on Wednesday last week, I think it was Wednesday or Wednesday or Thursday last week. Yeah, something like that. And so it's been about a week. Mm -hmm. How much they got, Jack? Uh, Well, approximately. I mean, last I've seen, probably about three, just over three million. Yeah. They they met their one million dollar goal within twenty four hours. Is that right? Yeah, forty eight hours. They were at two point two million or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now there's a stretch goal that's gone to five million dollars. I mean, what they were going to do is put this on the internet for free for uh, all everyone to watch. People, kids in school, teachers to get you know give to their kids or just people at home. But now, uh, didn't you say, Jack, with this stretch goal, they're actually going to make an app? Yeah, it's going to be uh, hitting all mobile devices. Right. And I know if you get on the website and donate to the cause that uh, I think if you donate a certain amount, maybe it's like $15, $25, there's some bonus episode you can get. But 
like I said, I mean, it's not like I'm sitting here excited, like, oh, I can't wait for that first season, get some new reading in my, you know, in my hands here. But um, it's just exciting, yeah, to see LeVar Burton's, one, passionate about it, two, bringing it back to the people, to the next generation of kids who had never known it. Yep, 29 days to go. It's June 2nd at, what, 9 o'clock in the evening? Mm-hmm. $3.3 million. Jesus Christ. And five of that is Oz. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we made a small contribution. Mind you, this, this, this podcast has not seen much any profit yet. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> once we get profit, we'll pump more back. But, um, yeah, get on there. They have met their goal, but the more money you give them, even if it's just a little bit, the closer they get to pushing, uh, pushing this great show out to kids who need it, you know? The rewards are you get like a free month of it or something like that of the I thought it was that. it's supposed to be free all the way around there's some kind of subscription base to it too there is yeah, so you get like a free month of books i I don't know if it's kind of like a renting thing, kind of like a, a kindle like uh, oh, paper yeah. or the e reader type thing right, but there's videos in it too, but yeah, there's all different kind of goals that you can get different stuff for made me think of that stuff like when you were a kid how you could mail in and every month like remember highlights magazine scholastic scholastic yeah. yes yes all that yeah. stuff. The, bookmobile. the bookmobile and talking about this the other day we also remember we were talking about you remember slim goodbody <laughs> yeah. he about the same time as reading rainbow was about the mid 80s yeah the, the uh the unitard guy yeah richard yeah. simmons dude god that guy scared me yeah yep he was off-putting even as a child even mm-hmm. before you had no what um uh how do i say this delicate <laughs> The one with the human organs showing. Yeah, yeah, on half of that them scared the crap out half of me. Half was muscles kid. and half was organs. Yeah, because you're like, why is that guy's insides out? <laughs> right. like the human anatomy running around like, check it out, kids. This is where your muscular yeah. biceps will start up. I don't remember how that show went, but I didn't oh. like like you said. I do remember it being a bit offsetting. Like, mm-hmm. I hope he's like uh, wearing a cup or something. I don't want to have to see any details. <laughs> it, it was kind of creepy at the same time because he was running around and like cafeterias and stuff and there was nobody around and it's yeah. just him and he's talking about the food you eat <laughs> get out of here kids he's coming go it's go. like the weekend at the school and they just have someone they break in and start filming all right slim start talking about apples <laughs> we want to film with the kids here uh no, no. <laughs> not unless you put some pants on yeah. mr good buddy but anyway that shit wouldn't happen now <laughs> no it wouldn't no it wouldn't it'd be some 3g character or something I don't know about PBS, but anyway. <laughs> Get on there. Support Reading Rainbow. At least check it out. LeVar Burton has a video on there. We can put that on the website, right? Uh, yeah, I can link it to the website. All right. There we go. Reading Rainbow is back for every child, everywhere. But you don't have to take my word for it. All right. Moving along into our next segment. This week, instead of doing a review, we're going to be recapping with Roger Plymail Jr. Uh, via Skype on his comic series, Cog. Uh, we covered the first book. When was that? Like, uh, it was one of the very early episodes. Yeah, like it was like the second, or eight or the second like that. review we'd done or something like that. Yeah. And uh, since then, he's put out the second issue to the series, which uh, we got to check out and was really good. And now the third one is out. Yeah. And uh, that was on IndiePlanet.com. You can get on there and check out. But, uh, yeah, here's our interview with Roger and uh, what he has to say about COG. So enjoy. (laughs) 
Today on the show, we have the author and the artist from the comic book series, Cog, Roger Plymel Jr. Thanks for being with us, Roger. Hey, thank you for having me. Not a problem. It's awesome to finally have you on. We went and do this for some time now. Long time. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. As you can see, this the technical aspect here. <laughs> we just went through uh, about, what, half an hour of trying to get this to uh, work right. Like so that, yeah. It ended up being all our fault. Right. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it happens. I wanted to sit here and point the finger at Roger. I was like, it's all your fault. <laughs> My laptop. All right. But anyway, man, um, tell us a little bit about COG. Um, Cog, uh, yeah, I started writing it a few years ago. Um, I knew I always, uh, you know, wanted to draw comic books, but never actually sat down and drew one from beginning to end. So the first issue that was me having an idea and, uh, yeah, running with it. That's a good idea to run with. Um, a little bit of backstory on the character though. I mean, it's a, it's an alien from a world that's been destroyed, correct? Yes. And he's bonded with John, his host, that keeps him alive, and they kind of coexist inside each other. Can you elaborate yes. a little bit on that? Um, yeah, uh, they're complete opposites. Um, yeah, I, uh, they, they, he need Cog needs the body to bond, but it's really cool because they're both completely different, you know, complete opposites. Right. So that's one thing I, I wanted to play with was two opposites co- coexisting together. Kind of like Ozzy well. and Harriet, except not in an apartment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it works. It works yeah. well. So um, issue one and two have been out for a little bit now. I think, mm-hmm. what was it, the second review we did was issue one, I think. That mm-hmm. was back yeah, in like September, October, something like that. Yep. Um, issue three is out now, though, right? Yes. Yeah, I got that done um, a couple months ago. What, and uh, what can we expect out of that? Oh, it's it's fun. It uh, actually introduces a lot of uh, new characters, um, a lot of the villains, um, a couple of uh, people who were from Cog's Planet also. Um, really? Yeah, are are in the third issue. So I wanted to start introducing some uh, some people that were from his planet. How many? Like, is this part of a mini series? How long is this series? How long do you have this plan to go out, or is it just kind of uh, on a whim? Or yeah, kinda. Um, I I tried to set like a set you know, issue, you know, like started out just like, you know, like four, but I'm like, well, you know, if you do this and this, you know, like can make it like, like 10 issues now. So, right. So, I mean, it, it could keep going, but you That's know, cool. I'm, I'm also, uh, you know, trying to do other projects too. So, right. So yeah, we'll see. I can imagine comic, uh, comic book drawing is a one hell of a daunting task. I mean, <laughs> it a comic is. book that typically takes what, like three, four minutes to read it you dedicate to it (laughs) took months and months to make it's right yeah i always get them in the mail and look at it like wow this is so awesome i'm like you're flipping through it and it's like oh that's it (laughs) right right the panel that you stopped for like two seconds on probably took the artist uh what like three days to write it's you're right (laughs) it's something i wish i could do but i do not have the talent i can do stick figures (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i don't think uh that'd do very well yeah. do a kickstarter for stick figure comics hey it might work well it, it, i've seen stranger things get funded so yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. yeah that's something so, uh, else i'm getting ready to start on is a setting up a kickstarter also yes you would um truly benefit from it man it's a it's a great program or website to take advantage of so yeah. many people so many great projects easily funded Mm. You can get the money you're looking for on there. Just comes down to pushing your name out there. Mm-hmm. Yep, getting people to check it out. 
Uh, you said you had some other projects you were interested in working on. Anything you can let up to us, or are you holding that pretty close to the chest? Or um, I'm doing some character uh, character designs for a, a girl I met in L.A. a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, she works in uh, like Broadway stage. Uh, she actually was doing costume design for uh, the show Justified. So really. Um, yeah, so um, she uh, got a hold of me a few years ago about wanting to do like a short story comic book form, but uh, then she got the job with Justified. But she got a hold of me recently, and uh, yeah, I'm doing some character designs for a short story for her. Um, started writing a new story also last night, kind of, and really? uh, yeah, just doing you know odd uh, commissions here and there for people. That's sweet. Keeping myself busy. What inspired you, man? What you what you grow up reading? What you uh, where did the idea of Cog even come from? I mean, what inspired that? Um, watching way too much Stargate. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there it is. Yeah, yes, yeah, sitting through that show a lot. That's where I got like the like the sci-fi side of it all. The whole yeah. symbiote thing inside. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. I need to brush up on my Stargate. <laughs> I haven't watched a lot of it, but that, <laughs> that just hit me. I was like, wait a minute, that's how <laughs> oh, I, they were on it. I have all the shows and. Yeah, I love it. I've sat through them all like three or four times. Aren't they making a new show or a movie or something? They're going to try and reboot a new trilogy, yep. Wow. Yeah, I got all amped about that. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be sweet. Uh, You were, I think I read on maybe your DeviantArt page, you're a fan of Ninja Turtles, aren't you? Oh, of course. Oh, yes. So are we, as you can tell by Jack's shirt over here. You might not be able to see it. Well, let's see. Let's see. Let's turn a little bit. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you uh, do a lot of drawing of them? I saw a couple drawings you did on the Ninja Turtles on your DeviantArt page, and they look pretty sweet. Um, yeah, those were, like, stuff I did in high school. I've. Uh, oh, wow, really? Yeah, I spent, like, so long, you know, like, working on my, you know, style that, like, I haven't really... I try to sit down, you know, and draw, like, a picture of Wolverine, but then I just end up drawing something that is, like, my comic-related, so... right. It's more fun to create your own stuff than to just draw what other people have created. Right. But sometimes <laughs> I would just like to, you know, just sit there and just, you know, mindlessly draw something, but then it ends up turning into like a whole project. <laughs> sure. Those are the best ones, though. Yeah. That's that's how ideas are born. Exactly. Hey, I got a question for uh, the artwork in COG. Mm-hmm. How do you do the backgrounds on those? Where do you, I mean, how, is it a photograph that you've taken like yeah. with the snow and the stuff in the background? Yeah. All the, uh, the skies, I was just hanging out the window and taking a picture. <laughs> Are you and serious? I, yeah. yeah. I just, yeah. Just do like, just add effects and blur it. And yeah, Photoshop makes me look a lot better than I think I really am. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. But I have I mean, no idea. But yeah, the, the, the snow in the picture is actually their stars and I just kind of blur them to make it look like they're falling. Gotcha. Yeah, wow. with a blur tool, smear them across a little bit. Oh yeah. So, uh, were you, are you a big fan of the black and white kind of comics? I mean, does, were the Ninja Turtles where that came from, or how <laughs> how'd that start? <laughs> um, yeah, I've always liked the black and white, um, like the old Ninja Turtle comics, Frank Miller, um, oh. and also uh, I'm extremely colorblind, so it, really, yeah, very colorblind. So, yeah, I kind of try to stick it with you know like blacks and whites and grays, so that way. I can tell with like the depth of the picture and everything. Right. It doesn't like throw me off. Hmm. But actually, the third issue actually, I it has a lot more color in it. I tried to add a little bit more. You can tell by the cover. Yeah, yeah. Trying to do I'm some color. To read it. What what comic books do you read, man? Like, uh, what what are you a fan of? 
Oh, um, I have bought almost every issue with the Marvel Now stuff. <laughs> um, <I've>, oh. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, I think we're. I suffered from a that. pretty big pool list last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Since I since I moved, I haven't had a chance to go, so I'm almost like two months behind, and I'm kind of actually scared to see my pool. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be pretty expensive. We have Marvel Now laying around here. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But yeah, um, really dig the all-new X-Men series, artwork and yes. story-wise. I yep. love that. Um, S- Superior Spider-Man 2 was another. Oh, yes. Yeah, I love the artwork in that. That was a great book. Did you get one of the uh, number ones up at uh, Comic Town on Free Comic Book Day? No, I had to work on Free Comic Book Day. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that's when I saw the picture of you guys with Doug Jones. I'm like, oh, God. Man, oh. Like, man. <laughs> that is so cool. That was a good time for sure. He's a hell of a nice guy. It um, it was funny though. We went to the comic book store you usually frequent. With that's um, Midtown Comic Town, Comic Town, mm. and uh, on Free Comic Book Day, and we were just looking around the Spider Man section, and we saw hanging on the side of one of the end caps there a ton of Superior Spider Man number one. Oh really? Yeah, and we picked one up, and the clerk's like, "I see you found our special uh, find of the day." He goes. When that came out for the first time, we lost a box of them here in the store, oh, and no. we just found them. So, <laughs> nice. yeah, we, we just we all filled up, and he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> starting tomorrow, they're probably gonna be like ten bucks or something." Wow. So, yeah, that was our find of the day. I yeah, think. That's good nice. Find. Yeah, it was a good, a lot of fun. Anyway, don't mean to uh, <laughs> get away from what we were talking about. Oh no, it's he, fine. I can talk comic books all day. <laughs> yeah, I think we all could too. I noticed you're wearing in in the video here a uh, cradle of. Phil's shirt. Yeah, yeah, I am. They're <laughs> I love them. Yeah, uh, um, I listen like to anything, really, anything but modern country. Oh, yeah, right on. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like that stuff. But yeah, um, a lot of like big, grand, epic music, kind of like that. We know, if like orchestras and choirs. Um, sure. Uh, that stuff is what I listen to when I draw. I was lucky enough to see Cradle of Filth once at Ozfest in early 2000s, and that was one hell of a show. Oh, I bet what. they I are bet. crazy on stage. Are they? <laughs> oh yeah, they came out in all the, like uh, like stilts, and the, the girls who had these chest plates on that had these like grinders. They were digging into their chest and throwing sparks everywhere, and what? it was fucking crazy. And, <laughs> and and to top it off, right when they were coming onto stage, a thunderstorm was rolling in. Mm-hmm. Oh. And they start playing thunder through their speakers. And everyone's like, oh, shit, is that a real storm coming? Or is that cradle of filth coming? But anyway. I guess yeah, I went, to that same, I went to that same show, but what, like, got there um, right after they performed. I'm like. Oh, you were there. Yeah, like the one band I really wanted to see, and I, I missed them. It happened to the best of us. I happened to the we're asking about music. See, this is the kind of, I can sit and talk to this guy all day. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the reason we were asking about music, Jeff was asking, uh, does the music really inspire the story at all? The comic, the drawing? I mean, um, no, I need something in the background. Um, mm-hmm. so I try to listen. Well, I shouldn't say really, it calms me down, but this cradle of filth isn't calming music at all, but, um, <laughs> I can relate. I can relate. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I like to have it on when I'm drawing it. it it's helpful in some weird way. No, no, I, I understand totally. Where uh, where can listeners find your book at? Um, right now, I I only have stuff on indieplanet.com. Uh, okay. Yeah, I have everything on there. I'm getting ready to start, um, like I said, start the Kickstarter because I'm going to try to 
hopefully get enough money to set up a booth at Comic-Con this year. Oh, um, sweet. And uh, yeah, and also on, with with the Kickstarter, try to get more copies in the store because that, that's it's expensive to do yourself. Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine. I, w- I wish so bad I could do something like yeah. this, but I lack the talent. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, uh, go. To, where was that again? One more time, Roger. Uh, IndiePlanet.com. IndiePlanet.com and look up COG. That's C-O-G-G. And we promise you won't be disappointed. It's a good series. And uh, Roger, thanks so much for being on the show with us. Hey, not a problem. Thank you for having me. Hey, no problem. Maybe we can get you back on here again sometime soon. Yeah, I can come out and, and, and nerd out on a, on a like five episodes with you guys. <laughs> that'd, that'd be just fine with us. Let us know when you get the Kickstarter up because then we'll get you on then definitely. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm uh, talking to a guy uh, setting up like a like the video to have with the actual Kickstarter, like the promo yeah, okay, video yeah. kind of thing. So yeah. once we get that set up, I'm definitely going to get started on that. Sweet. If you need any help or anything, just let us know. We'll send it your way, man. All right, awesome. Thank you very much. No, thank you, and we'll talk to you next time, man. All right, thanks. Have a good night. You too. All right, so that was our interview with Roger Plymouth Jr. Again, go to IndiePlanet.com. Get the uh, newest issue of Cog. Get all three issues, get all three actually. Of them. Yeah, yeah, they're all good. They are good. You will not be disappointed. You can't get three without getting one and two. It just yeah, won't you're not going to know what the hell's <laughs> going on, so buy them all. <laughs> And he's saw, yeah, he talked about getting the Kickstarter going, so uh, yeah. we'll definitely keep everyone posted on that uh, when that's up and uh, how you can support the project. Getting him back on there is then. Exactly. All righty. I think that's going to do it for this week. Um, that'll do it. That'll do it for this week. Uh, don't forget to go to our website. Uh, leave us comments on iTunes. Well, we have on the website there, Jack. Oh, Recaps of everything that we do on the show. Uh, there's all kind of highlights. Uh, You'll be able to look uh, more into Roger Plymail's actually we can link Indie Planet. Yeah, right yeah we, I think I actually have it on there on one from and if you go to the old shows page, but I'll just update it. So there you go, because it'll be on there. Sweet. Uh, yeah, that's updated every week. What's going on? Links to everything we talk about. Uh, uh, trailers. Woot. <laughs> <laughs> Trailers, uh, the canned game store where you can buy all your video games, PS4, PlayStation, Xbox One, Nintendo. Yes, all your gaming needs in one convenient location. And the canned, yeah, canned video store where you can get all the movies. There's a little spot on there with stuff that we recommend. Exactly. And they're good recommendations, people. So and in the top them. corners of the website, there's the apps links to buy our app yes for android users you can just download it right off of the, the app store right um and there the app is that what it's called yeah can the app from the uh, it's on amazon but yeah you can download it there and you pull it into your android device and then on uh the ios for the apple users it's podcast box and you download that app and that app has our app inside it <laughs> It's kind of confusing, but it, it's a cool app. I like it. We're new to the app community, people. We'll get it straightened out later, but for now, this will just have to do for you. All right. Well, people, keep enjoying that great summer weather. I know I'm going to. Mm-hmm. And until next time, I am Jeremy Collier. Jack Doherty. Jeff Polka. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Peace. See you next week.
Sounds like some family misses somebody they love very much. I don't have a family. Oh, no family. You know, sometimes I'm driving the graveyard shift in the middle of nowhere. I can't help thinking what might have been if I'd taken a different road, married young, had a family. Three boys, three girls. Oh, then a little voice says, are you kidding? They'd probably just treat you like a maid. You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.